Tropicana, Oasis Bar and Grill. Great food, great gaming, and great times. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we're back with the Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400 KSHP. Brian Blessing in studio. Football is basically here. And I know our good friends, East in Baltimore, John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com, are jabbing at the bit, ready to go. And I'm looking at the website johnsyndicate.com you got all kinds of things going on you got snapchat instagram you got your little mini tv station going on the website too yeah absolutely i'm getting ready to broadcast live while i'm talking to you right now in a minute (laughs) but listen you know what the biggest thing is weather in football yeah i left my office last night at nine o'clock east it was 60 degrees. It is already getting cold. Yep. It, believe it or not, the heat, it's gone. It's like right now people are wearing jackets. And, and what I realize is that, obviously, you have this huge disaster in Houston, and you had to move, they had to move the LSU-BYU game, and they took it down off the board. This is one of the things you forget about in the summer because you just know the heat is a constant standing. You might have some rain delays, but you really got to get into the weather, which is why I'm not such a proponent of betting, especially in bed in New England and from Maryland up betting a lot of these games early in the week unless it's to get it's below a number of three or over that number of three or seven because too, there's too much that can happen this time of year. Going no, you, you know, you grew, you grew up in Buffalo, you know. Oh, hey, listen, uh, I, I can tell you when I first moved here, by the way, Mike there. Hi, Mike. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm good, bud. Hey, the uh, one of the first years I moved here. And I was commuting back and forth, so I happened to be, it was like week two, I think, of the NFL. You know, nice fall, the weather's good, relatively good. It's in the 50s, 60s. And it was a Sunday morning, and I woke up Sunday morning, and I went outside, and I'm telling you, uh, John and Mike, you couldn't throw a golf ball 20 yards. It was so windy. And this is like 7 in the morning, and I'm like calling calling friends back in Vegas going, I think the big U is the way to go here. But sometimes it sneaks up on you. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, you, when you look at it, and it, it affects baseball going into you know the run for the World Series because now they're also – especially teams that are coming from hot environments and then they're going to go, let's say, play in New York or play in Boston or play in Baltimore, you know, it's a big deal if you're coming from San Diego where it's 80 degrees and then you're going to have a game in Baltimore and it's 40. So you really have a lot of opportunities 
in baseball right now because of the weather differential. Um, and, you know, like the bottom line is it shouldn't be overlooked. Now, there are huge moves that we already are looking ahead of this, this week. We've already positioned some games in college football. And unlike most people that wager on sports and look at the games that day, we have done a lot of early wagering to get the best number. And then if we have a middle that sets up in our favor, we'll take it back. And I know you're a big within-the-game guy, and, we, and, we, and halftime strategies are employed to do the same thing. But do you yourself, Brian, play games early if you see the numbers well, going to go up and cross at three or seven? Yeah, well, that's, you know, in fact, we just mentioned this with Chuck Esposito in the last segment. Uh, the Colorado State deal. It was eight, it moved to seven, and that was before they played right. their first game. And it was like, right. if they play well, and you thought they were going to play well there, that and the adjustments are made from week one, two, maybe into week three in college football, you could anticipate that if they played well, that number would come down even further. Uh, so literally two weeks ago, you could have got minus eight, and now it's minus five and a half. So, I mean, if you like Colorado State, you're going to take the points. I mean, you know, obviously you're ahead of that line move. And I think uh, as well, I think it's one of the luxuries that we have here by being around this so much uh, that there are those instances, knowing who's a public team, uh, knowing what perception will be, uh, is to anticipate early in the week. And you're right. I mean, there, it, it's a, there's sometimes it becomes a slippery slope by going early. But how many times have we talked about it, John, in the last five, six, seven years? It's, it's not as much as who you bet, it's when you bet it. But if you can be on the right side of where the line movement will be nine out of ten times, over the course of time, that adds up. Well, and I will say that, you know, a good mutual friend of ours, Kenny, you know, he, he says, I can't be sold off a number. So if you try to beat the line move, and, and let's say, for instance, you lay two and a half on a game earlier in the week, this is one of the things that clients will freak out if the line goes down to one. And you agree, and Kenny agrees, if you have your number, you have your number. So I'm, I tell the clients, listen, if, if you had a potential middle and you played a game at two and a half and it went to three and a half, great. You have both sides. But if the guy, guy's panic and they say, oh, the line went down, now it's pick them. I'm going to just play more. Well, let me, I'm not, not going to yeah. get scared off the game. Well, let me ask. I mean, I did this last week, and it worked. Um, I thought, you know, the Hawaii-UMass game, they basically played last year at the end of the year. I think it was 43-40 was the final, and they hanged a total at 61, and basically all the skill guys were back. So there was no reason that, to not anticipate it being kind of a high-octane game. But I think the big switch, the number flopped all the way you know, down uh, with from Hawaii in that pick mode to where UMass went to two and a half, three. And I think people were thinking, oh, it's the travel, and usually travel's a big deal. I'd be very wary of Stanford, you know, coming back and getting reacclimated uh, after the Australia thing. But it's the first game of the year, so they could have got there. Who knows how early they got there, and that travel's not that big an issue. But in terms of playing the game itself, and I'd be curious – uh, you know the two and a half, the three points. Well, well I just, I, I, you know, I thought they were the better team, and they rallied and got the win. But well, it was, it was uh, plus, a, you, plus. We, we, but let me finish. It was plus a dollar twenty-five on the money line, and I just couldn't get away from the back. I thought they were the better team. Yes, it was a close game, but when do you decide? You know, the points are great, but when do you say, hey, that money line price is just too attractive to pass up? Oh, well, actually, we do an 80 20, uh, 90 10, and 70 30 max rule. So if we're on the dog side, we basically always back it up with some small position on the money line because I don't like to play defeatist 
handicapping, which is I think the underdog's going to cover, but I don't think they're going to win. If I don't think that dog, regardless of what the line is, has an opportunity to win the game outright, why even be right. on that game to begin with? Well, what, like, so, And I'm not saying there's a black and white or a blanket thing, and Mike, chime in on this, but, but on the topic. But I, I, I would just say, you know, obviously if you're taking – you know, twenty-eight and a half points. I mean, we, all right. The reality of that situation. What's that cutoff point? You might if, if not some, even be able to get the money line. They right. Well, well it, exactly. But I guess when you're in that the game six, seven, eight, nine, that it, it, in many instances, and I think it's a sound philosophy that if you're taking the dog, you're taking the dog because also forget the points in your in your heart. You really think they have an opportunity to win the game. But what's that cutoff well, I think, point? I think Mike will agree that. That's the way you're supposed to do it. But most people look at it like it's too many points. That team's going to lose. They're just not going to cover. And this is why, like I've been talking about, um, you know, for instance, we hit our first middle, and then Michael chime in on the South Florida game. The line opened at 19 and closed at 21, mm-hmm. and then the final score was 42 to 22. And so, you know, that in itself, when you have, I was on Bowling Green early in the in the. I'm already on Bowling Green plus 20 and a half to most of my clients. It's down to 17. Of right. course I'm going to go the other way, and even though I think Bowling Green can win the game outright, which is why we were on them with the sources that we have, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to lay the 16 and a half or the 17 and have a four-point middle. And, and and then again, and we talked about the in-game and the halftime opportunities that exist with these games, Mike, too, that you know, if you put an early release out, it, but you're not going to necessarily. You want to get the worst of the number, but knowing that there are those in-game and halftime opportunities, that could lead you into play games that maybe you didn't necessarily have an opinion of leading into game day. But all of a sudden on game day, you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, look at this." Well, a lot of these lines, like you said, Brian, for the first month of the college football season, are so overvalued, and they're just you know they've ballooned up to basically off last year's results now with the rollover with freshmen coming in you really don't know know what these teams are going to do and when they play these you know when they're not in the conference schedule yet and they're playing these teams that are way below them talent wise that team's going to come out in the first half and play like that's their super bowl and they're going to hang in there and they're going to play the best but then the true the better talent is going to win so they'll cover the second half a lot of times but they're not going to cover the game on that you know, 30 or 40-point line. So you really have to monitor all these games all day, literally to the last game on the board goes to halftime, and you can find a lot of spots where you can take advantage and get value like we always talk about in the second half. Yeah, I mean, you look at moves like uh, Michigan State. The line opened up at 20. It's now down to 17. Or you see these early moves, and you're looking at the book. A lot of people will get scared off a favorite if the line goes down when they don't realize. And this is what I'm trying to say, Brian. They don't realize the game's on sale because the public is on the wrong side. I'm not making a selection on the Michigan State game. I'm making a point that if you like Michigan State, and they were 20 two weeks ago, and now you can lay 17, be happy. Don't be sad that you're not laying 24. And, uh, you know, let's not forget there were uh, 1,500 tickets written on the on the winner, Mayweather, and there were 17,000 tickets, I think it was, written on um, – written on um the loser you know when i see a line move if, if it's if it's public money you want to fade that line move anyway i'm watching your website here uh, it, it, you see me live how you doing well right? how what's the delay on this thing is that, is that mike hiding behind you yeah, I'm, yeah. i'll step out of the way no, i'm gonna move well yeah you're gonna move out of the way it's got to be like a 10 15 no, I'm, gonna, I'm moving even closer to him yeah man i mean you got the hands flailing away and you got the whole thing happening there 
Oh yeah, exactly. And, and Mike, <laughs> listen, Mike's growing a beard. There you are. Mike's growing a beard. No, is that right? And hello, Michael. There you go. No, there's a the nice look at the office. You got your own little TV station cooking there. There's Mike. He's not yeah, 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 he's you not, you're not growing a beard, Mike. You have a beard. It's there. So this, this I mean, is, this his is definition of what, shaving. No, his definition of he's growing a beard just because his touches the floor. You already uh-huh. have a beard. Right, I'm not. I'm not actually shaving until the Ravens lose their first game. Well, there you go. Hey, you By the way, uh, uh, your <laughs> Orioles, Mike. Uh, little push here, getting back in the in Look, the swing of things. We're one game. We're one game out of the wild card. They're they've won six in a row. Um, the, the team is pretty hot right now. The, you know, I don't know if they're going to get the game in tonight. It's been torrential downpour all day. It's going to rain into the night, but they're hanging in there. I mean, they really have a good shot now that they've got. You know the rotation and the relievers are really sticking in there. That the hitting's been there all season. They're gonna. They've always been pretty hot. It's just with the pitching staff. So right now, if it goes, I mean, I believe that right now the way that they're playing. Because as we talk about, you want to play your best baseball now into October, and they are doing that. This is the best time that they've been playing the entire season. And I will tell you regarding what I was been preaching about the run line. There has been a high percentage of games that you're basically getting a tell on when the team that's plus one and a half. Remember, you get to pick a favorite, you get to pick the dog you play, Brian, but you don't get to pick who's plus one and a half and minus one and a half. The books do that for you. So when you take a game like last night, Detroit-Colorado, and they make Zimmerman plus 200, but they make him plus one and a half, I'm playing that, and that's a tell that the dog has a good shot. It's a live dog to win the game outright. Now, you and I both know that I love dogs, period, straight up, and I would never lay 222 on a matchup anyway. And unless you're going to do it for fun in a parlay, if you ha- you took look at yesterday's board, the Washington Nationals uh, with Scherzer were minus two twenty, and then uh, the Co- Colorado was minus two twenty two. How do you win when you play both games and you go one and one? It's a losing man's game. It's too much vig. So you really people have to look at these run lines going into the season. But I'll be frank with you, I know you now almost ten years. People don't even want to look at baseball. After this, uh, it's unbelievable it's to over. me. It's unbelievable it's over to me. But, but you've, but no, wait a second. And I got to ask you because you've, you've talked them into uh, the soccer thing. You guys, you know, you, we clown around the funny names and all this other stuff. Uh, I know I talked to you a lot about hockey over the years uh, to the point we really started paying attention to hockey a little bit. Uh, you know, winners are winners, and if people are doing well in baseball, why would you just? cut the cord I, I i know they're obsessed i know they're obsessed i mean it, it's very tough for us like we had a client uh in virginia that just called mike and he said i've been losing i lose every week i can't stand it but i want to follow these numerical systems team a versus team y team b versus team c and i laugh and i listen it is so complex like stock market trading to actually win and beat the point spread saturday sunday my biggest day of the week in terms of winning i was hitting a Atil- italia Serie A with napoli playing them in the game playing them in the second half and people are like texting me like going where is this game yeah right you know and, you know, it, 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 we laugh and we joke about it. Are those look, games? Can they get those go, games? On the, like, I mean, are they, are they anywhere? Like on the internet? Just like when the server, yes, exactly. They can get them just like, look, even in Vegas now, everywhere you go they have these games. I don't want to say specific places, but um, you can ask your buddy who comes on from the Treasure Island if they have a full soccer suite next time he's on the air. Um, um, because I see it over and over again that soccer is now 
prevalent everywhere. The yeah. first game today started at 5.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, which is 2.30 your time. If I was in Vegas with you at the studio, I, wouldn't, I would have stayed up and played the game before I went to bed. But people have this hyper-focus. People are calling right now, and they're saying, who do you like on, Friday, on Saturday? And instead of worrying about how many... MLB games are actually playing tonight. It is mind-boggling to me. So I try to teach people how to actually do this with having a lack of being an over-fan. Mike is a big fan. He joins all the fantasy leagues. He gets into every player. You know, I don't do any of that. I'm just a numbers guy. I will say this. I am uh, easily amused. I mean, this is not a knock on you. This is a shot at me. I'm easily amused. Uh, I I am deriving... Chuckles and and I, no, I'm serious, man. I'm watching the you in the studio on the UStream live thing, johnsyndicate.com. And Mike, why I'm laughing is that when he's in here, I mean, literally, you have to staple or nail his, uh, you know, sneakers to the floor, uh, because he, you know, he, he's up and he's walking around and, and the hands are going and and now and I'm watching him do this thing and he, he's walking around uh, the the whole office. He's wearing the headsets. This technology thing's easily amused. Uh, is is amazing, but he literally is. If if he had a Fitbit watch on during this radio segment, he's probably walked a mile and a half. Well, it's, it's funny. The whole morning I spend connecting. <laughs> you don't need my to do iPad. the bike ride, right? Connect. Oh, hold on. Let me, let's really get him laughing. We're gonna. I'm switching the camera right now. My, I'm gonna see? talk to you while I'm. I'm gonna talk to you while I'm on the bike. Hold oh, on. Oh no. I'm getting. I'm getting on the bike. Right. So I'm now officially on the bike riding while I'm talking to you. And when are you I'm coming out here? I'm riding for winners. Well, I'm gonna be in the studio on in your office on September 11th. We'll talk about some other things. Maybe September 12th, but definitely September. Uh, no, September 12th. Tuesday, September 12th, which is after the first weekend. Um, and, you know, Mike's a big prop guy. Mike, why don't you give him some free props of who you think has a good shot to win the Super Bowl? So this year, uh, it's not really a dark horse, but the Cardinals, I truly like coming out of the NFC. And Tampa Bay. And, and, and Tampa Bay's a favorite. Man. But I'll tell you what, and this is my team, and we've been talking about I think I mentioned this to you before, Brian. Tennessee from the AFC is going to be the biggest sleeper that you haven't seen come. They have the best offensive line. They had uh, Mark DeMarco Murray had second – in the league, yards per carry. And, like, and, Henry, nine, and Henry's a horse and, behind him. And Henry's a horse behind him. Mariota's playing pretty good off that big injury. Their offensive line is barn on the best in the league. And they've improved. They've added a lot of talent around Mariota to give him more weapons to be able to be more diversified and spread the ball around. I think they're going to have one of the best Mike, years they've had in a long time. Mike, what do you think of Cincinnati out of curiosity? I just, I, something telling me I think this mixing kid's going to be really good. Uh, their offense looked really efficient the, the other day, albeit it's preseason football. I, I think they've got bounce back potential. They're they're no six win team. That was a joke last year. I, I think since he's a little dangerous. Well, Mixon was a stud, and you know at Oklahoma he just had a little bit of a scandal there. So it really, they didn't give him as much playing time. I think in his junior year, but you know running backs transfer. You know when they tra- correlate to the NFL, it's the, it's the easiest position to, to be able to be good in that first rookie year. I think there's a lot of studs this year. I think McCaffrey is going to be a beast in Carolina. Um, and, and I think Cincinnati does have a bounce back year. But <laughs> Where's Buffalo falling? Yeah, right? I haven't heard anything about Buffalo. Yeah, Where's Buffalo falling? Yeah, they're, they're falling like a rock. That's where they're falling. By the way, I'm watching you again here. Why, why aren't you doing Tour de France picks? Uh, uh, you know, it's right. There's really no lines and no interest. Otherwise, I would. Trust me. You know, it's funny. I've arrived out here since I got home, and I can 
you know, it's, it's that hot, swampy heat versus that Vegas dry heat. I can't decide which one I like better. But I will tell you, like I said, football's here. We, our big thing is people that listen and want to get picks, we're not going to be in our office just releasing games at 11 in the morning and leaving. Um, we're here all day till the last game, kind of doing what you're doing, Brian. We're doing it with screens, watching the games, the game within the game. This is where... You can't do half times in MLB, but now it's back to halftime city, which is my favorite thing. And a lot of the clients, you have to cool their heels and tell them, "Listen, you got to wait for the game to play. There's no preseason in college. Let's watch that first half and then come back and take advantage of the second half." <laughs> what, you're riding uphill. <laughs> I'm riding up there. You're out of breath. Oh, that's too funny. Hey, you can get all of the guys, 800-880-7507. It's a good TV show, too. 800-880-7507. John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com. Fellas, always fun. Uh, and, hey, I, I got a whole new way to approach this now watching you, fellas. I'll see. I'll talk to you next week. And, like, can you imagine? We could do this for an hour. We'll talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the works. All right, hey boys. It's in the works. Have a good day, kids. We'll talk to you uh, next you week. You too. Bye-bye. All right, Enjoy. thanks to Chuck Esposito. Don't forget, we'll be out at Sunset Station tonight for our NFL seminar. Uh, invite you to come on out. We're going to have some great fun. Vegas Hockey Hotline is coming up next. You found it. The Radio Shopping Show is here. Las Vegas and at KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Jason Wirt. This was of epic proportion. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. President Trump talking to reporters as he tours Corpus Christi, Texas, and the surrounding areas to view damage from Hurricane Harvey. The president said that Texans can handle anything that's thrown their way. This is historic. It's epic what happened. But you know what? It happened in Texas, and Texas can handle anything. The National Weather Service says South Houston has been hit with an unprecedented